And now, the right reasons. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Home news latest shows from Bravo this Bravo week. Bravo dumped it on us. Seriously. I did some research into okay. Bravo on Wikipedia. Okay. And, and what'd you learn? Because uh, I remember when Bravo launched, it was like going to be like the stage to the screen. What? You know, it's going to be like off-Broadway plays right. and like and like hoity-toity like masterpiece theater type of like, we'll, we'll bring Broadway to the screen type of a jam. And now it's just like straight up like well, rich women arguing. Look, in, a, in a hypothetical oral history of Bravo, you might point to queer for the straight guy as a, a pivotal point yeah it was like that yeah. really took off well, I did, like i said in around 2001 it was acquired by general electric electric and oh. it took it a different direction interesting it's, it's interesting that like the suits of ge were the ones who were like you know what yeah let's do this reality <laughs> trash i didn't watch 30 rock but i think that was like kind of part of the joke of 30 rock right like ge had taken over this the television network right mm-hmm. okay i don't i don't i'm speaking from a place of complete ignorance <laughs> cool story Julia. so let's just move on <laughs> cool story let's get these new shows. All of them. All I mean, of them. One thing I like to do when they announce shows like this, which they rarely do, usually it's like one or two or three times, is I know that Andy Cohen no longer works in this capacity, but I always like to think that they all, like, the final veto power is on AC. I like you know what I mean? Yeah, I like to think that he's still part of the process. I think process. he's involved, He's you know? kind of like the godfather. Yeah, it's they a consigliere type. Yeah. You, you bring him in for his opinion, sort of if it passes t- a test with him, yeah. then you move forward. If not... He's not in all the meetings, but like before something gets announced, he, you know, they, yeah. they, they, they just make sure that it's got it's got his blessing. He's not deep in development, but he's at the end of the line before you get the green light. That's, again, a place of ignorance. Not involved in television development whatsoever. Who cares? <laughs> this um, is how I imagine it. Like, he's got a big stamp in his hand. This is the best we're going to get until we get the Bachelorette bio. So this is kind of like Bravo's equivalent of like an, an Don't a, disrespect an the Bachelorette biopod by trying to but compare like, it to this one. Because the Bachelorette no. biopod is like... It, the, it's. It's the, it's the one two of the most happiest, important days of my, my, my year. One of the happiest days of 2014 was when I discovered Ron's uh, profile on the internet. So <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that day. I still I remember Ron. Oh, my God. Yeah, of yeah. course. We've got some Bachelor in Paradise news coming up later. Oh, my God. Good Teasing tease. that. Nice. But first. Uh, let's go through the shows. Mm-hmm. Number one. Apreski. Duh. Great name for a show. Duh. I mean, just a great concept. You know exactly what it is. Like, when I saw it, it was Après Ski. I was like, oh, of course. But read the the description. Uh, When the rich and famous want the ultimate winter ski vacation, the hottest place to go is Whistler, British Columbia, where breathtaking mountain adventures are only rivaled by off-slope Après Ski extravagance. In a a town where the stakes are as high as the slopes, meet the well-groomed staff at this luxurious concierge company who are the -the behind-the-scenes magic makers orchestrating once-in-a-lifetime vacations for their upscale and demanding clients. First of all, it's below deck Canada, which is brilliant. Below deck snow. Totally get that. Um, One thing that really jumped, jumped out at me from this description. Yes. Meet the well-groomed staff at this luxurious concierge company. What does well-groomed have to do with anything? Like, they shave? Like, like that's what you're putting on Front Street with, like, the one paragraph you have to, like, talk about these people? It's like, they're well-groomed. I think they just want you to know that they're, like, a very attractive hotel staff. Yeah. They're not just, like... You know, some schmoes off the street who've never seen a comb or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they just want, want you to know that even though these people aren't rich, that they might look rich. That's yes. kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. And Everyone also, looks the part. When you go to like a ski town, I've only done this a couple of times, like the people that work at those places have the best lives. Oh, they yeah. They work like two hour, three hour days, and then they like ski for seven hours like and they being, go drinking every night. Being a ski bum is like a thing that people are into. I'm into it too. I've, I've never been skiing ever. I think that I would hurt, the fashion would hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not into it either. I don't like like real performance like jackets. You know what I mean? I do like a good North Face item, but I kind of, of course. I like it as like kind of like an 
in-between layer or like a temporary layer. Like, oh, it's raining for a few hours. Let me mm-hmm. put on my raincoat. Or here's my fleece for like go- walking to and from my workout. Totally. There's almost never a time in LA where it's appropriate to wear North Face. It's too bad. Yeah. I, I, have, think- I have a really good one for my raincoat. But let's move on. Um, Apri Ski, it's basically below deck. It's ski. One thing I'm worried about is uh, no daytime drinking because they're skiing. You know what I mean? And that's one of the good things about below deck is they wake up and drink. You know what I mean? But so then much- by 7 o'clock, like, everyone's a mess. But the guests are secondary to the staff anyway. In On this show? That's yeah. the thing. It's like, is this is this a below deck type of a vibe where it's like one week, new cat, new like charters? Or is it more of a, a Vanderpump type of vibe where it's like the mm. this is the staff and we'll be following that like no one's like new diner came in today let's talk about right. them like it never happens like that i don't know for some reason i feel like with this show there's more of a chance for um staff guest uh relationships Coitus. yeah yeah i'm into that too yeah like that's that's a good twist this is a good one this is one of this is one of the top of the pile this is like top three of, the, kinda, of the of the dump it kind of reminds me also like the seasons of, of uh, 90210 in the summer when they're working at the at the uh Beach Club. All right, fine. Oh, I'm sorry. What? You said 90210, and I was like, what? Moving on. Yes, report? Tell us about the next one. All right. Below deck, Mediterranean. Oh, shit. Air horn, air (laughs) horn, air horn. horn. (laughs) The below deck franchise is heading for the world's oldest cruising grounds, the Mediterranean Sea, for its next super yacht charter season. The new European setting not only provides spectacular scenery, culture, and nightlife, but a whole new level of service standards and charter guest demands. Not getting a lot out of that description, but I'm Don't need it. it. Below Deck Mediterranean, we get it. I'm in. Okay, there's so many good Mediterranean cities for them to stop at. I wonder how much will be boat and how much will be, like, actually... Like, are they going to go to... there's a lot of boat. Are they going to go to Barcelona? Like, are they going to, you know? They might go to all those places, but, like, I get the feeling that they don't, like, advance clear to shoot in these Mm. places. You know what I mean? Good point. So I think that's why you get get so much boat action is because, like, they'll, you know... So do we have any of the same cast? Like, are we getting Cat? Are we ben getting Captain chef. Lee? Just and Ben. I think Ben. I'm thinking just Ben. It's the only one I want. Like, if I was going to draft, Ben is the first totally. one. Totally. He has the and best Captain Lee rights. brings nothing to the table. Nothing. I like Eddie, too. I want Eddie. I know you like Eddie, <laughs> right? But he brings less to the table than Captain Lee. Ben Ben is also, he could kind of be like back in his own turf, the British guy, you know, back in back on the in Europe. I don't know if he would like that, because I think he likes being different. Sure. You know what well, I mean? American girls love British men. Exactly. So. Like, I think like a lot of British dudes move out here because they become my- the British dudes. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of yeah, mileage based exactly. on their accent alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. You go up like a 1.5 out of 10 if once you once That's you have an accent. Incredible underestimate. Like it's like at you least like 3.5. 3. No chance. Yes. No chance. <laughs> I think completely. No like, chance. Paul Bettany. Like I, I, all he is is British. That's all he's got going for him. You don't even know who that is. No. Oh, Why would I know who that is? Married no Jennifer idea. Connelly. Whatever. whatever. Moving on. God. I'm really excited about Below Deck Mediterranean. It's also, brilliant. Like, I just I, I have it, a lot of questions. It, see, my thing is like this commitment to the below deck franchise. Like, it's interesting. It's I, does it does it rate? I have no does idea. It make Who money? Cares? I don't know. Remember they did the reunion like kind of like in a closet one, one year. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? This is a reunion. One thing I shot like, on their iPhones. One thing I like about this um, Mediterranean is it's uh, kind of more authentic to me. Yes. Because like whenever we see like Rihanna on a yacht, uh, on, a, on a yacht, on a yacht. <laughs> I'm having a hard time with words today. Don't worry when about it. When we see Rihanna on a yacht, she's like in the Mediterranean. Yes, everybody. Decaps. Whenever he's on yeah. a yacht, Mediterranean. Exactly. Dr. Exactly. Dre, 
Mediterranean. This is where the players play and the this ballers is where ball. The, exactly. This is where the players play. So I'm excited about that. I'm, yeah, I think I think they, it, it adds like a little more luxury, old world upscale yeah. stuff. You know oh, what I mean? Some old feel, money. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I can't wait to see who the guests are going to be because also the, maybe they'll be European. I don't know. So many questions. So many can't questions. Wait. But I'm on board. I wish no. they put dates when these things are going to be released. Well, they don't want enough time. To uh, next down. up, you got a bad one. Fit Club. It's survival of the fittest for New York City's hottest trainers who are competing for the same wealthy Manhattanites and famous celebrity clients. If they can't keep their romances, feuds, and professional jealousies in check, things could get physical. First of all, survival of the fittest. Like, Ugh. God. I know. I love puns. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, here's – I have a story. Uh, I know a couple trainers in New York City. And uh, they're male, and they 100% sleep with their clients. Yeah, of like, course. Like, that is a thing. Like, Definitely. I think this is a thing that really happens in real life. Sure. A lot. Oh, sure. Like, you see them once, or you see them three times a week. You're doing something physical. You always chat about your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? After, like, four months of that, you build, like, a real relationship. I had a trainer, and he was dating a girl who he used to train. Like, that's yeah. how they met. What else do you become a trainer for? Yeah it's, like, yeah, it's like, like you want to no. look good. It's like there's so, so much body focus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel it's like very people, physical. Yeah. You're like touching you. Yeah. Like sees you like when you're vulnerable too. When like you, working out. When you have a trainer, do you check them out in that manner? Um, He was a uh, yes. Okay. It's a yes or no question. <laughs> yes. You started with he was. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Juliet, slow down, champ. Yeah. Um. I don't, the famous celebrity clients thing, like the whole like com- they're trying to make it. Who's really going to get on? This? They're trying to make it like like a million dollar listing or something. Like that's not that's not what's I think happening the most here. Famous person they could get on the show is like someone on someone like for, formerly of the Hills, like Lo Bosworth, Stephanie Pratt. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who I see on the show is like a yeah. famous or client. that chick that what's her face worked with on the city. Um, uh, remember that girl that sat Olivia with, Palermo. Yeah. Oh no, she's too big. for Erin. Yeah. Oh yeah, Erin. Yeah, like Who's her one. boss at, at uh, whatever it was? L. The uh, you know. I'm I just not, don't, I don't see this one working. Do you remember Workout, that yeah, show? Yeah, I wasn't into that. I wasn't into that, too. Workout shows don't really work for me. It's like, I don't want to watch someone work out. I never got into Biggest Loser, either. Like, yeah. I'm just not... Jillian Michaels like, is like not really in my world. I, I don't, don't want to feel guilty while I watch shows. I know. Also, I don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't do it for me, either. Let's move on. Your turn. Ladies of Dallas. Working title. Working title. They're not going to change it though. From glamorous galas to scintillating scandals, the supersized spending habits, life in the elite tier of Dallas social scene is hard to crack and even harder to maintain. (laughs) Whether driven by vanity, personal validation, or career advancement, these Lone Star ladies all share the same goal, to climb the social ladder and stay on top. Ten second aside, um, shout out to Joyce and Steven, who invited us to their wedding. Oh, yes. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great wedding day. And Dallas is great. This is their like third attempt at Dallasizing Bravo. Okay, what you were know what you, I mean? there was the most eligible most Dallas. Dallas. And then there was Courtney Does Dallas. Oh, yeah. Remember like they so they like plucked the 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 like quote unquote best person from that one and then went gave her a spin-off. It just like one season of peace didn't stop work. Stop trying to make Dallas happen. Like what's so good in Dallas? Dallas is dope. You have this way of alienating huge swaths <laughs> of the country every single podcast. We're gonna be nearly nothing left. Seriously, I, it's gonna be like Staten Island is the only place that I've likes us. I've never been to Dallas, so I take that. I've back. been to Dallas many times, and it is a wonderful city. Is it? I've had great times okay, there. And then answer my question: What's so good about it? Like, what should I be looking forward to in this show? What should you be looking in this show? Yeah, like what? Like what is a lady of Dallas? How it's like it a, you get. Here's what you get: you get Texas plus like sophistication, which is okay. a weird mix. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, oh, I didn't see that. You know what I mean? It's kind of got, it's got like a little bit of that like southern charm, like old world sort of like etiquette weirdness, uh-huh. but it's also got some down home Texas to it. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. So like I think you're going to get a mix of that. I would like a Mark Cuban appearance. 
and a... Chandler Parsons appearance. <laughs> That's what you really meant when you said Mark Cuban. <laughs> but I went with Mark Cuban to try to seem like a normal human, but it's, you ruined it for me, so if, thanks. I think if you took the city name out and replaced it, it doesn't change anything in the description. No. You know what I mean? It just seems like another, like, like if it was, uh, you know, like, ladies of Oklahoma or, you know, ladies of Nova Scotia or ladies of Chicago, it's like all the same. Glamorous galas, hinterland scandals, whatever. You know? It's all about casting. Like maybe, hopefully, the thing. if they have good people, then we'll like, like it. This whole this need... whole write up is a big nothing. It's like let me see the trailer. Right, like it could be like Ladies of Atlanta, and it's the same. It's right. like the same. So like this doesn't give me much to go on. Let me know who's in it, but it would be kind of cool if they had like um, Tony Romo's wife or something. Like I don't know. Ooh. I, feel like, I feel like that would be like a cool cast, like casting to do. Or I'm trying to think of, like other like women in Dallas. Sean Lowe. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine Lowe. Catherine Lowe. That'd be on. great. Fish out of water. Totally. Yeah. She's moving to a new city, like starting a life for herself, or like someone who like was formerly like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader or something. Mm, okay. I don't know. That's just where my mind's going with this one. I'm into it. Let's get some bushes involved. Don't they live around there? Not what I thought you meant at first. <laughs> Let's move on. Married to Medicine Houston, still in Texas. The popular franchise heads to the largest medical community in the country for what? Married to Medicine. Baylor University has an excellent medical school. That's the largest medical community in the country? Like, can I, pro- someone fact check that, probably, please? It's probably Boston, not Houston. I was say Boston or New York. New York's yeah. a huge city with lots and lots of hospitals. And Boston has like the two best hospitals in the, in the country. Yeah. Mass General, Harvard. Uh, yeah. These diverse and driven young doctors and wives of the physicians look like they have it all. Educated, sexy, and at the top of their game. But... but- Peel back the layers and you will see that new obstacles might threaten their momentum. After punishing years of sacrifice and putting life on hold, how they navigate marriage, children, family, and social pressure will either derail their promising careers or prove they can have it all. Um, question. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a lot of female doctors in this show because this sounds like kind of like a female thing. Oh, because it's married to medicine. So you didn't yeah. watch the original Married to Medicine, which I believe was based in Atlanta. It My wife all, watched it. It was all women, right? It was all women. But it's like it's all like I'm, I'm not – I don't think it was all – um, women that are married to male doctors. I think there were a couple female doctors, but that was kind of the focus. Uh-huh. But like they made it seem like being married to a doctor. They gave the same sort of like social stigma and like weird responsibility that like being married to a basketball player is. You know what I mean? They're kind of like they kind of made it seem like there's like a lot of pressure on them because they married a doctor. It was kind of like whatever. It's a doctor. You know what I mean? Like it's you know. I don't think I'm into this show. I feel like it just reinforces some stereotypes. Yeah, I'm not into it either. I, I, I wasn't into the first one. Like I'd, I'd peek over it at it, and like nothing really good happened. A couple good arguments or whatever, but just didn't have like there, it was missing a certain something. It's interesting that they're trying. It's interesting that they moved it to Houston. Like I wonder. I don't know. It intrigues me a tiny bit, but really not enough to watch. I'm not watching that. My Fab 40th. Tell us about it. Delve into the world of extravagant 40th birthday parties where people put some serious happy into the righteous rite of passage. What? From <laughs> unlimited budgets to lavish delicacies and over-the-top entertainment, fans will see why turning 40 is such a gift. I'm, I'm starting s- to realize that none of these descriptions mean anything. I'm, like, they're nothing. They this, could be about cars. This is my super sweet 16 with 40-year-olds. Yes. And I think that sounds fantastic. It does sound good. <laughs> I think this is it a does sound good. home run the, idea. I, I just wish we could, like, watch simultaneously super sweet 16 episodes and 40 episodes and just and decide who's more mature. Right. Just, who's more mature at the end of it. Do you remember when Chris Brown was on My Super Sweet 16? No. I think it was like his 18th birthday. I don't birthday. watch that show. Okay, this is this was really sad. He really Michael Jackson was still alive, and he really wanted him to come to the party, but he Wait, didn't. Wait, Chris Brown was like, it was his party? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he really wanted Michael Jackson to come, 
but he didn't. And then they're like, yeah, but he's on the phone. He called in. And then, like, Chris, Jack- Chris Brown picks up the phone. And there's, like, no one on the line. And, like, got disconnected or something. He just, like, all he wanted for his 18th birthday was, like, some kind of <laughs> Here's the connection thing. with And Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson's spending two years calling Russell Crowe randomly. <laughs> and he can't call Chris Brown on his birthday once? Ten seconds, The guy's you know? famous. Happy birthday, Breezy. That's it. You know Chris Brown once appeared in Anne One Street Ball. He did? Yeah, he was good, too. I know. He's, like, a good athlete. Yeah. He's a really good... He's a multi-talented individual. Very talented individual. Great dancer. Um, I'm definitely going to watch my Fab 40th. That sounds great. I'm going to watch Also, I can already tell you don't need to concentrate. Also, really like that... Each- first, first of all, let's not move on from that. I can already tell you don't need to concentrate. That... I should get that tattooed on my face. <laughs> That is why I like reality television. You just, you just, like everyone always asks me, oh, oh my God, you watch so much. Yes, because I don't have to concentrate. It's an easy watch. And I hate concentrating. It's like, well, you get home from the end of the day and you, you might not be a doctor, but you still worked hard, you know? <laughs> you might not be married to a doctor, but there's still a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> and uh, you just want to relax and kick back and not have to work too hard. So that's you. why you have reality TV. I but uh, the other thing about it is I can, t- I think it's said, or I can tell that it won't be like continuous episode to episode, so you can dip in and yes. out. Catch, I li- catch I one, like that. catch yeah. two. Or if you don't like one, you're like, ah, oh, I won't watch this, but then you check the next one. Yeah. Also, there's going to be a lot of celebrity appearances. Definitely. A lot. Like, if you're 40, like, what, like who do you want to get? Celine Dion. Mm, interesting. The number one party. Britney? Like, I don't know. Ah. They're like my age. Like, I'm going to be there soon. I am. Um, I already looked into how much it costs to get Bruno Mars to play your party for one night only. Because if I could have any band in the world come play a party, I would choose Bruno Mars. His band is inc- incredible, and he's the most entertaining man in, in uh, pop music right now. So? $2 million. I've got 500 on it. I was like, oh, 50000 I could like maybe save for that one day. <laughs> Just shut up. Let's move on. Oh, my God. You are insane. Mother Funders. Great. This is a good this name. Is, uh, this show is actually about people saving up to have Bruno Mars come to their birthday party. <laughs> this is mothers that just thinking, fund Juliet's dream. I was thinking more weddings, <laughs> yeah, okay. honestly. Yeah. But fine. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Meet the ambitious suburban ladies of Locust Grove, Georgia's parent-teacher organization. These moms are a real class act, parlaying their executive room experience to run the local PTO and raise thousands of dollars for the town's local elementary school. Full of teachable moments, they give new meaning to getting schooled. Full of teachable moments is a huge red flag. Huge red flag. Huge red flag. I was so excited until I got there. I don't want to concentrate, and I also don't want to be taught anything or learn anything. I want crazy, vicious moms who are mean to Fight each each other. other. Yeah. Yeah, like, I want them to, like, key each other's car. I don't want them to, like, you know, like, like, you know, do nice things for good people. I don't want, like... You know, like we're ba- we're we're, we're uh, all banding together something for a cause. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Like spit. You should the- split up and then fight. Like that's what I want. Brownies and spit in the batter. Exactly. Or something. That's what I <laughs> yeah, want to see. That's what I'm screaming. <laughs> this is, that's it. It had a lot of potential. There is something really good about like crazy moms. You know what I mean? Sure. Like crazy moms should be. I'm, I'm sorry. I used to give away these million dollar ideas, multi billion dollar ideas. Crazy moms. Sign me up. If this one of these just said crazy moms, and then it was just like a bunch of letters and symbols underneath. I've the I'd be like, yes. Like, I'd be like, I'm 100 on board. Maybe hot crazy moms, not too much. Mm, for me, might, it, it might be weird. The searchability, her searchability. Yeah, you definitely. Know what I mean? Just keep it yeah. simple. Yeah. Crazy moms. Crazy moms. All right, Nini and Kim, the road to riches. Atlanta's most driven housewives, Nini Leakes and Kim Zolciak Bierman, drive out of their comfort zones and across the country to discover America on a one-of-a-kind adventure. The road to L.A. may be paved with good intentions, but it doesn't mean they won't occasionally drive each other crazy. I was not like, oh, I need more Nini and Kim in my life. Oh, did you fall asleep? Let's move on. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Oh, that was something about Nini and Kim just happening. I was like, what? Is Kim still around? Like, now? Yeah, yeah. She's got her show. Don't be tardy. It's back? Yeah, I watched a little bit of that. Interesting. It's the weirdest part is, is like the 
like this dude, Cody Beerman's like a good defensive end for right. the Falcons. He's like good. He's like, so like He like gets sacks and stuff. And I'm like, that dude is married to Kim Zolzniak. Like after he's done with this sack, he takes like, a shower, puts clothes on, goes home to Kim Zolzniak and their 7,000 blonde kids. <laughs> they have like 10 yeah, children. Yeah. That is really weird. Also, I, they've just both Nene and Kim have really transformed. How long has this Atlanta Housewives been around now? Like a long Decade. time, like eight yeah. years. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it, it's I've had enough. Me I too. Don't need to, I don't need to see that. It's like it's going to be even faker than Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's going to be more contrived than that. Also, I, I like the road trip conceit. I, I, unless it's road rules, it's not really a good one for reality TV. Speaking of which, tour group working title. That's a terrible title, Andy Cohen. Like, come on, tour group. It's not great. That's, Although I like, I like really obvious names like. I don't know. Sure. But yeah, like, like tour group's not great. Yeah, like the Juliet show. Yeah, yeah that's a good, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, tour group's got to go. But I do like the uh, name of the production company that produces it, Monkey Kingdom. That is a good one. Uh, a diverse, vibrant group set out on a mind-blowing vacation through the most stunning, eclectic, and exclusive destinations around the globe. With varied personalities forced together in foreign environments, will this two-month dream journey become too much adventure for these jet-setters, or will they make it a permanent vacation? So this is kind of like Amazing Rates meets Road Rules, I guess. Yeah. Meets, I don't know. This is just all eh. casting. It's just, it doesn't, it just, like, hey, we're going on a trip like that doesn't really like it's not a hook yeah, like what are the stakes here yeah if it's a, like crazy mom's tour group i'd be like oh okay but this is just like we're going on vacation yeah. and we'll it's like whatever like even like Terradice had more of like a thing than this <laughs> that was a good show yeah, yeah, like Terradice. <laughs> have you seen pictures of her lately yeah oh have a sandwich for let's, realsies let's, or how about going recipe for deception oh boom Transition alert. <laughs> it's a battle of secrets and knives uh, in this fast-paced <laughs> and innovative self-contained cooking competition series where, the, where a chef's cunning is almost as important as their culinary skill. I object to that. In each standalone episode, <laughs> host Max Silvestri guides four new chefs through head-to-head elimination rounds in which they are tasked with creating a stunning dish featuring a main ingredient. The twist, dun dun dun, is that they have no idea what the ingredient is while what? cooking. Based on the popular parlor game Two Truths and a Lie, competing chefs ask each other three yes or no questions to determine what their mystery ingredient is, and their opponent answers strategically with two truthful answers and one and one outright lie. If you can't stand deceit, get out of the kitchen. Okay. Few things. First of all, first of all, shout out to Michael Davies. Shout out to Max Silvestri. Two and Max, friends of Grantland of Grant all Grant Grant over Land. this show. Good job, guys. However, that won't stop me from being like, what? What? <laughs> like, it, I don't. I don't know about two truths and a lie. That's interesting. How uh, does it go? Um, it's usually an icebreaker game where, like, you tell two truths and a lie about like yourself, and then someone has to guess. Yes, which is true, which is not. Okay. So. I, I don't know what that has to do. I don't know what being able to like do good good job, but two truths and a lie. It has to do with being a chef. Plus, uh, one, a chef should take all the information and then make the best choices about like what will taste good, not like some of the information and hope that it works really, out. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. It did, here's what it has going for it, though. Cooking shows always work. You I know guess. what I mean? Like even Chopped. This is basically Chopped for Bravo. Yeah. Max Silvestri, funny, good. You know what I mean? Like I'm in on him, so you need someone strong to carry it. And I believe in Michael Davies. Say, he's I believe a very in the strong ones. history. Like Michael yeah, Davies, like yeah, he gets lot, it done. A lot of hits under his I'm belt. Not, Mike Will made it. You know what I mean? It's gonna sound <laughs> Mike good. Mike Will made it. <laughs> yeah, like, Mike, <laughs> Michael Davies Mike, made Mike it. Mike Davies made it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm looking forward to all those shows. I'm looking forward to all those shows. I'm too. Most excited about Opera Ski. What about you? If you had to choose one, oh, I mean, Below Deck Mediterranean goes. Yeah, Below saying. Deck Mediterranean. I'm most excited for. 
but like Apresky is going to be good. It's going to be. I'm, good. I'm I'm flipping it. I'm more excited about Apresky. Yeah, I, I've never been to Whistler. I'd really My like to friends go. go like every year. Really they're like, nice. oh, why don't you come? Why don't you come? And say I can't really ski or snowboard. It's like not fun. Yeah, I'm not a skier. I will definitely break a limb or like just die. I'm so uncoordinated. I'll like. Skiing just never. That was never. When I was growing up, it was never like let's. We're going skiing this weekend. That never ever happened. It wasn't, like, even, it wasn't even like uh, like brought up as a thing. Never an option. Never yeah. on the table. Also, yeah. really high cost of entry. Like it's a very yeah. expensive. And activity. also, big learning curve. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you're gonna go skiing. You're gonna hate it for the first seven times, but after that, bro, it's the best. Also, nah. I'm not really dying to sign up for a cold weather activity where my feet are gonna be wet. No. Like Dude, I, no, you could end at cold weather activity. Yeah. I'll like, stay inside. I'll take, a, I'll take a plane, like whatever direction you're going to ski, I'll go the other way and sit at the beach and do nothing. Last time I went to Tahoe, every, literally everyone went skiing, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And I hung out for the day and waited for them to come back. Like, just Google Chandler Parsons stuff. <laughs> mean mother person. Yeah, just Google Chandler Parsons for eight hours. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Weird watches, Juliet. Weird watches. Uh, let's we start have to with. Go through these quickly. We're married at first sight. Here. Married at first sight. It's, I'm, I'm stuck to it. I'm it's, in. It's real good. I'm in. It's good. So this week, the uh, three couples had their um, like first night together. Honeymoon. And honeymoons. Um, uh, of the three, who had sex? Um, Jessica and Ryan. No, they mm. said, he said, that, yeah, he said it wasn't just sex, it was intimacy. That's, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. That's nice, I guess. I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be intimate. If you're for a night, first night together, if you're like committed to it, hopefully it's a little intimate. Yeah. Um, and then Davina and Sean said they didn't, but I don't believe them. I think they're lying. <laughs> okay. I, I do. Okay. And Jacqueline and other Ryan definitely did not. Because Yeah, they she's... definitely did not. So this this is if you don't, haven't seen the show or listened to us talk about it, it's basically uh, people get married the first time they meet. meet each other. And it's like, oh, you know, these experts pick them and they have this whole thing, blah, 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 blah. One of the experts is named Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Blew me away. Her name, her name is Pepper, blah, blah, blah. And they call her Dr. Pepper and it's the best. So so they have these three couples and we follow them and, and it's oddly fascinating. You should definitely watch it. Um, One thing that's interesting about the experts is this show i think is really well packaged because jacqueline is not into ryan and she's like mm. not, and she is very kind of like treating him like too, like too friendly to which he is having a problem but it's almost like yes that's kind of like the more normal thing to do yeah but in the context of the show she's like she's like the me- she's messing up like she seems really cold yes and it's like they've tricked it's like, you don't you know this is the person you're supposed to yeah. be with they like tricked you into thinking that Jacqueline's crazy yeah where she might be crazy for signing up for this but her reaction really isn't that crazy well see this this is my theory okay okay um, there's two, there's three couples. Two couples are kind of go hot and fast and seem to like really trying to make it work. Like they're going to be in love type of a thing. And one Davina and Sean it. are like beyond hot and yeah, fast. Yes. They're like in a rocket it's ship to, to like yes, they're just like, the moon together. Yes. Never so coming here's back. my theory. You're better off not liking each other at first. Like you're better off going from zero and then edging your way up into a hundred than going to a hundred and then just being like, oh, going down. Right. You know what I mean? When you think this person's perfect, you've got this thing in your head like this is the perfect person for me, whatever. And then and you then can they, only be let down. And then they freak out over something. And it's like, ooh, maybe. You know what I mean? We may or may not even have a clip of an example of that that Joe Fuentes is going to queue up right now. The hotel and the gym. My ring has been lost. I know I didn't have it on at the gym. You didn't see it on the gym. So it wasn't on the gym. I know I didn't have it on the gym. And this sucks. I'm not a yeller. I'm not someone who gets pissed off. First of all, he played it at 1.5 speed, which made it even better. But basically, she lost her ring. I don't think she's the crazy one from this situation, though. Yeah, so she lost the ring, and then dude... Sean Mm -hmm. accuses the hotel staff of, of stealing it. Yes. And then she finds it while he's berating them. Here's the thing. Okay, first of all, that didn't happen on camera, they claim. They said it operating off, the hotel staff. Yeah, yeah. Off cam- I don't believe they would let him off camera on his second day on the show. No, it's a couple things. One, they might not sign a release. Two, mm-hmm. I think they only have one camera per couple. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not to sure. To save they're money sending. or to be less intrusive? 
I don't know. I mean, it always comes down to money. Sure. You know, money, money, money. <laughs> I knew it was going to take this long, and it just—he came off really bad. But I, but like my point is, when you think someone's perfect and then you find out they're not, it's more disappointing. You know what I mean? You're better off at just not liking somebody at first and then build, finding that relationship and building it. She didn't really have a problem with it though. Like Davina, no, she likes. She doesn't care. She yeah. was like, oh, he's so chivalrous. Yeah, and at the end, he was something. Like, like, oh, maybe- I just wanted to protect you or whatever. It's like, no, he's kind of crazy. No, that's like maybe you are good for each other if like he did that and you liked it. Yeah, like that. I would be mortified. Well, if you remember, like two of their like story, quote unquote, is they were both kind of bullied, bullied. or whatever. So, so they, now so, they're yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's so- cool story, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to bullying is not more bullying. Just, and so they went on their honeymoons. Uh huh. They were kind of janky. Totally. They were janky honeymoons. Where did they go? One of them. One was like Key Largo. Go Florida, yeah. which is a great place. Like no shots to Key Largo, okay? You know what I mean? But it's not like honeymoon. It, the you know bachelor what I mean? would not go there, is what you're saying. No, the bad the badge goes to South Dakota. Okay. <laughs> like the badge goes wherever the money, money, money is. <laughs> um but like, they wouldn't have a finale there. It's not no, like No, but it's Key Largo, I forgot where the other places were, but they, they were fine. They were good beachy destinations, like no shots. One but, of them was cold one of them was cold weather, wasn't well, it? Well one of them, like the bed in the hotel room was like right next to the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have suites. Right. You know? Well, maybe they're like, this is what your life is going to be like. None of you are that rich. This is what you can afford. It's a honeymoon, <laughs> Juliet. You're never like, oh, we're going to go on a honeymoon. I'm, but going, like, I'm let's, looking let's... for the most practical vacation yeah, for my exactly. honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. I just want to feel what life is really like. So do you mind if we just wake up every we'll morning at 7 and then courtyard. go to work? Yeah. No, no. You want your no honeymoon vistas. to be nice. Yeah. Um, it's a good, it's interesting. I don't. I, I just. I find. I was like, wow, Jacqueline sucks. And I was like, wait, no, she doesn't. Yeah, this is how you're supposed to react. Yeah, and then her, her Ryan wasn't really taking to it. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I'm in the friend zone or whatever. It's kind of like, yeah, you just met, man. I think like friend zones where you kind of start. I think Davina and Sean have a better shot than Jessica and Ryan. Jessica and Ryan are both like they're the ones who like yeah we were intimate. Yeah. Um, but he was already like I think he's gonna turn out to be like too provocative for her not like sexually but like antagonistic provocative yeah. and i think that you can see him the next time on they get in a fight and he's like i'm out of here yeah and it's like it's tough man it's day three that to be like i'm out of here and then close the door behind you it's just I tough know. really tough who would have thought that not meeting somebody at the altar may, might not lead to a lasting relationship who would have thought that a t a soda a, a quote-unquote tv expert wouldn't be perfect at matching people up <laughs> juliet there are four of them that's a good okay? point it's a committee it's not, you know point. what i mean this is not, not a dictatorship yeah exactly <laughs> Um, did you watch Shaw's? Yeah, I okay. fell asleep a little All bit right. at the end I, there. I, I watched, watched it watched this it. morning, of course, morning watch. And mm-hmm. uh, this week, the Gigi's turkey allegations against Mike came out. They were mm-hmm. at a pool party, essentially. And I don't know why. But if you don't watch Shaw's, Mike's about to get married. Gigi, they went to Turkey together. Gigi and Mike sort of have somewhat of a history. They flirt or whatever. And Gigi's claiming that Mike tried to coitus her in Turkey. And she yells out to the crowd, well, you tried to f me in Turkey. That's what happened, or whatever. And his fiance's his fiance. I didn't think it was staged because his fiance looked so devastated. Like her jaw dropped, and like she like lost the color in her it's face. The first time she got that information, and there's a camera pointing at her face. And this girl She's also Gigi is wearing like, a very elaborate one piece monokini bathing suit by hmm. Hermes that she was like it was very elaborate, and she probably was pissed that she wasted it on that day. She totally wasted. Wasted that. a good outfit on it's a terrible day. It's hard to day. look and, really good and be pissed at the same time. It's just like yeah. ugh. I'm supposed to be smiling, drinking a cocktail in this beautiful swimsuit. And she'll probably be like, oh, I don't want to wear this. Like, this is the day I found out that Mike tried to F Gigi in Turkey. Yeah. Too bad. And it was really expensive or massive. What do you think happened in Turkey, Juliet Littman? Um, I think Completely were... unfounded, irresponsible theory. I think they were probably drunk and he's flirtatious and she's flirtatious. And they probably were acting regularly and Gigi 
wanted it to be more than that, and it wasn't. Like, I think I, it probably was an extension of their regular relationship. Something happened that shouldn't have happened because he's in a relationship. He crossed a line, but not the but line. But, like, it, I think that she... I don't know, obviously, but I think she might be misrepresenting it a little bit. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was more of a... Again, completely irresponsible theory based on nothing, based on only what I've seen on a reality television show. But my theory, irresponsible theory at that, is that it was a mutual flirtation... That he tried to like, you know, he he took it a little too far or whatever, but it was completely like, you know, a mutual situation. And then she is now characterizing that as like a, like he like slid her the room key and was like, yeah. come up. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, and then at the end of the episode, uh, Mike and Jessica like are like storm off and like go to their car or whatever. And MJ, Mercedes and Reza come after them. Like, don't leave. Like, if it's not true, go tell her it's not true. At least talk to her before leaving. And he refuses to. And Jessica's in the car like freaking out. She's like, get me the F out of here. Like, she, she yeah. yells it though or whatever. And my and Reza and MJ are like pleading with him to stay to like confront Gigi. And it's like, what's the point of him confronting why Gigi? Conf- why? Here's the, whenever you're like, stay, man, you should stay so we can have a confrontation. You're really not helping. Right. Like, you know why what are I mean? you trying to like escalate yeah, it on camera like, if, like it, if it's real and people's lives are actually at stake like yes everyone separate yes calm and down. we'll figure it out later yeah. down the road we'll have like a sit down at a coffee shop that's yeah, been pre-approved just by seems, Bravo yeah exactly <laughs> it just seems really weird to be like Mike, what's really best for you right now is to go back inside and argue with Keep that crazy fighting. woman. <laughs> you who's know been what I mean? known to pull yeah, a knife. Who's been known to like pull knives and physically fight people. Yeah, but uh, it was in, it was like you actually Jessica was actually upset. One twist here is this week on my favorite website, Blind Gossip. Are you I, breaking into the news section? It's just it's relevant. It's you know? relevant. So this uh, is a good transition. Let's go to news. This is a piece of news. He yeah. So apparently. He was... Uh, got married. Got married. Well, he got married over the weekend to Jessica. You totally just got a text and got distracted. I got an email. A work email. Okay, <laughs> okay fine. <laughs> so he got married. He got married. And then there was this... And then I read on Blind Gossip that he's apparently been cheating on girls and Jessica doesn't know. Ooh. Cheating with girls. Ooh. And his girl. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I'm, it doesn't necessarily give credence to Gigi's story. Mm-mm. But... Um, he seems like a dude that would cheat. Yeah. And I say that again irresponsibly with that information. But I just, don't know. I think he's like, really into Jessica, though. He's really into Jessica. Yeah. I also think that he's a really, really bad realtor. I like, I just, I just think he's, like, really bad. He might not be that smart. He might not. He might not. But, like, the whole <laughs> – when he was, like, pretending to, like, show this dude around the house, I was like, yeah. oh, God. Like, this is embarrassing. And he just – he, I just think he's not, he's not the brightest bulb. But I like him. Although I don't support cheating. Full stop. Yeah. Nah. Don't nah. get down with that. All right. What's next? Did you watch Southern Charm? Oh, yeah. I, I checked out some Southern Charm. I didn't watch it this week. Oh, yeah? I, I just don't love it. It doesn't work for me. They did this thing. You know T-Rav? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the cocaine senator guy. He was one, he once was was some sort of a public office elected thing, and then he had a cocaine scandal where he said that he didn't sell the cocaine. He shared it. I think Bill Clinton. I didn't inhale. Which I loved. <laughs> so then there's this one shot where he's like toasting at the head of a table. He's like... He's like, well, here's to the next U.S. senator, right? And they, when they cut that in the next time ons, it made it seem like he got elected. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? I was like, this dude got elected again? Like, no way! But then he's, but then when you watch the actual episode, it's more like in context. He's like, I'm gonna give it another shot. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I was like, oh, I was really disappointed by that. Well, so it's a manipulative show. I'm shocked. No, it's reality, a good show. It's reality a good TV's show. trailers aren't always. You, you don't watch this. Show. I, I think you're gonna drop this one. I think I'm going to. What about Apres Ski though? Totally into that. Okay, good. Like so in. But, I like the work. I like a workplace situational drama. Yeah, these people don't really the work. They like, really don't work. No, they don't do anything. They're they don't on, do anything. They're on the show. That's yeah. how they make money. Yes. <laughs> good for them. Um, all right, let's go into news. News. All right. 
New Kardashian show. Nah. Nah. Hard pass. I'm out. All right. Next piece of news. Kellen Lutz is back. Lutz? Lutz? Lutz, I think. Lutz? I, don't, I didn't see a single Twilight movie. What? Zero minutes of Twilight oh, for I me. I saw all of them. Really? All of them. Wow. If you ask me to recap anything, I'd be like, it was raining. Did you hear that Robert running. Pattinson's engaged potentially to FKA Twigs? Really? Yeah, I think it's a great look for him. Huh. I'm really into it. It's a British power couple. I like that. I really like Robert Pattinson. Like, like I as like a, Robert as a Pattinson, person. too. I, did, I don't know about him as So, Edward. basically, they've got, Fox has got this new show called Bullseye, which is hosted by Kellen Lutz, and... Uh, <laughs> It's fear factor without the eating, basically. It's like big stunts out of eight people, and then something's going to happen, and they make it sound good, but it's not. It's just like, it's, it's eh. kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a, it, it's nothing. Fox reality it's like Wipeout meets fear factor without eating. Right. Not that good. But, Ch- but Kellen Lutz, though, like, dude, you were on Twilight, man. I know, it's a huge. You I was actually Twilight. thinking about this this morning because I, I wrote a short thing about our pats and FK twigs. None of them have really gone on to anything. Like, none of them. What about what's her face? Kristen Stewart? Yeah. She hasn't been in a big movie since. Her best uh, movie... Oh, no. She was really good in something, though. She was in Inven- um, Adventureland. She was great. No, what about the Into the Wild? Oh, she in that? Yeah, she was really good Okay, in that. but that was like five years ago. Yeah. And like, it was also ha- like a, not a big movie. Yeah, she's not. She really, she hasn't done anything. Uh, Taylor Lautner, the biggest thing that's happened to him in the last year. So Twilight he's, Curse. He's named in the, the Brian Singer scandal. Okay. So that's like, that's not even something he wanted <laughs> to come him. out. And then, like, who else? Were, like, no one, I mean, you get to Anna Kendrick. She was barely in the movies, though, right? Oh, she was in that? Oh, she was like a vampire or something, yeah. right? Yeah. She's the biggest. Miscast. But I, but I see her, I'm not like vampire. Right. Like, Ashley yeah. Green was supposed to be a star. Nothing yeah, yeah. from her. None of those kids. They're all they're all done. Wow, it's too bad. Too I guess have, too rich, too young. All right, next. Oh, Andy Dorfman is back in the news. Of course, I'm shocked. What? <laughs> She's reportedly begging to be on Bachelor in Paradise, which I do not believe for a second because they would love to have her on Bachelor. Also, in Paradise. I don't think we have any problem casting that. No show. one's ever begged no to be like, on Bachelor no, in Paradise. Also, no one's like, no, I won't go on a vacation for free. Yeah, I love free alcohol. No, yeah, they make me relevant again. Also, Josh did? Murray has some things to say about it. He's like, I would never go on the Bachelorette again, but if they asked me to be the Bachelor, I would consider it. Of course he would. Of course he would. And I would, I would probably like it. I think he actively think like said Josh. stuff. I think one of the storylines during their season was that like he, he wanted, wanted to be, to the, be bachelor. the bachelor. Yeah. Well, I think he'd be a great bachelor. In I fact, I don't think so. You don't? He's like he's a little like mean. You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't seem like warm and fuzzy like Farmer Chris. I would like to mix it up a little bit. Uh, he'd be all right. I mean, like well, I'm not the biggest fan. I think he'd be good. I don't know. We should have had Ari ages ago. I don't know what they're doing. Do you know Stephanie Pratt is on uh, is like on a big show in England or something? Yes. My wife hit me with this. What's the show She's called? She's on uh, Made in Chelsea. Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. That's like a huge show for them. It's like, yeah, it's, what's, it's the, like, what's it's the, like the one the hills. pitch? It's like The Hills in Chelsea. So Stephanie Pratt found her way on that. How? Yes. It's actually also quite scripted, Made in Chelsea. How, so, did, she, just like how did she find her way on this? I don't know. But like also Spencer and Heidi were on Celebrity Big Brother there. Like they're popular in the UK. Really? Yeah. They have a different kind of um, it's such a fascinating celebrity place. fixation. It's I think it's part of it comes from like they have like a big bigger class schism or at least more pronounced than we do here. I think that's mm. part of it. So like if you seem upper class, there's like a space, there's like a stratosphere for you that is distinct from like the only way is Essex. It's like the it's kind of like the Jersey Shore. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But it's like two different classes, and so and Maiden Chelsea is sort of like the upper hoity class. Hoity-toity, yeah. 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 And, and then people like to look up at that and laugh or whatever. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing we're doing here with the Housewives or whatever. Sure, but which reminds me, Ladies of London got picked up for season two. Oh yeah, I love Ladies. I'm of excited. London. I, 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 I like, like the brunette London. American who was on Ladies of London. Ironically, my favorite. I think what's her name? Juliet. Oh no, the best one was um, Alexander McQueen's muse who rode oh, the yeah, horse and blonde. got hurt. No, she was brunette. 
She's the best. Remember, she got oh, her and the horse. That's a great cast. There's a lot She's of a good really ones. good cast. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. Well, I she, love her. She had a, a one word name, like yeah, Sayonara. She was, <laughs> that was not her name. I know, her name was not Sayonara. Okay. Word. What are you talking about? I don't know. She had a one word name. She did though. What was her like name? Like egg. Like what? <laughs> Wait. I also like the blonde who like had them. Who was like actually. Rich and like old money. Yes, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. awesome. And you could tell her family was so pissed she was on the show, but yeah. she invited them out to her like, to, like estate. Her, like, estate her yeah, which home. was yeah, which was like a county. It was huge. I'm looking forward to that show. You know what I have in my DVR? I'm going to get into this weekend is uh, Housewives of Melbourne. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, people say it's good. I'm going to watch it. It's just it. a daunting. It's a there's a high barrier of entry for these Housewives shows. I've got a uh, I've got a slot opening. Like I, I just I, really yeah. I'm trying to drop Southern oh, Charm. I'm, I'm gonna... doing I'm doing Better Call Saul in my slot. That's my. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. <laughs> Stephanie Pratt is writing a tell-all. Okay, I don't. What is? What is she? Uh, like, uh, How many nose jobs she got? Yeah, like, like, what's who, it going to talk about? Uh, who cares? Right, One who cares? time, my wife bought me JWoww's book as a Valentine's Day present. And she was serious. <laughs> um, last one. John Gosselin, Amorosa, and Ronnie from Jersey Shore held some sort of funeral for fake reality. Okay, I well, I clicked on this and looked at it, and it was some sort of like Times Square ceremony where they had a uh, tombstone. That said fake reality on it, and they like buried it, and then John Gosling put an Ed Hardy T-shirt in it, and I was just looking at it going like, what is this? Like, what are they selling? Who's behind this? Like, what is this a promotional stunt for? Ronnie, what is, is going sing- on? Ronnie as a single, not as in Ronnie and Sammy, has no value to me. I'm only interested to in him so much as he relates to Sammy. Like, I just don't care. That is in- the most insane thing you've ever said on this podcast. You said so. Many- Do you forget single Ronnie? Single Ronnie is a beast. Single Ronnie is a better character than Ronnie and Sammy. You just happen to really like interpersonal dynamics. Like that's your thing. Yeah, like I'm just like interested in relationships. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I, I'm, I'm interested in in in, in debauchery. One punch. One punch, kid. One punch, kid. You remember when he was in Miami? Oh my God, Ronnie. Oh, in Miami yeah, Ronnie. Was like, that was Single Ronnie. Remember they call him Single Ronnie because he was cheating on her. Like he I w- guess. <laughs> that's, he, he was. was like, uh, he was fired up in Miami. Is that what it was? He was excited. Something in the air in Miami. People Something, go there. He was, he was and they really, transform. he was really fired up. He did, a lot of, a lot of espresso. Yeah, he just loved. He was really inspired by their job at the ice cream stand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. ice cream store. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Uh, last piece of news. Yolanda is sharing all she. Yolanda Foster from mm. from Beverly Hills sharing all she knows about Lyme disease with Avril Lavigne, who has recently been diagnosed with the illness. That's a drag. You wonder how they know each other, Yolanda and Avril Lavigne. From her husband, from David Foster, mm-hmm. and they, and that is because he was married to Linda Thompson, the mother of Brody Jenner, and Brody Jenner used to date Avril Lavigne. How do you have this information in your brain? I wrote about it this morning for our website. Go to Grantland.com, check out all of our reality TV coverage, including lowbrow highlights. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and rate and review it and stuff. It makes us feel good. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs. Subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.